Every position I got a diamond at. But if I'm not getting a Mushu, you ain't getting a Jeremy. What? I feel like a young no one. Write to us. We're very friendly. We'll respond. Much love. I like root beer now. You did me dirty. Alrighty, welcome to episode 19 of Going Deep with Matthew and Jeremy. Jeremy, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing phenomenal. I know everybody's going to hear our voices and be like, hmm, sounds a little different this time. Yes, it is. It's a little different. Um, would you like to tell them why? Yes. So, due to current circumstances, we are doing this via Zoom. It's okay, hey, man. That's a very 2020 thing of us. To try it to is Zoom. right now. Yeah. Um, uh, fortunately, we weren't we able to meet up. Yes, I came yes. into town a little late today. Hey, it's all good. It's for a good reason, which is also why I'm going to bring it up. We want to wish it's a little late, but a happy birthday to you, to Jeremy oh, Elchul. thanks, uh, 25 buddy. years old, man. 25 years old. Uh, you're still young, man. You're still a young kid. Uh, I'm just kidding, dude. I'm still uh, a young, happy, a wee lad. Uh, uh, happy birthday from me, dude. Uh, obviously, happy birthday from all the listeners. It was great hanging out with you. I hope you had a great time in your little trip. Uh, I did, I did. Great to have you back, and uh, we're excited, right? We're excited to get this show on the road. Super excited. You know, I look forward every week to doing these episodes, so to be able to come back here after a nice, good weekend, it's like you were a needed least, weekend. It was like you're a hiatus, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to come back. You guys need I, me. I feel like uh, Steve Mason, you know, when he just, like, disappears for two weeks? Yeah, he's like, like where's, where's, where's Mason? Mason? Oh, I went to Guatemala. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much what uh, happened right now. Alrighty, so as always, uh, to begin our show, let's go ahead and go with our random question of the day. Um, last week was you, this week is going to be me, so I was uh, thinking long and hard for this question, and I have a, I have a question for you, I think it's pretty good. Alright, what um, you got for me? Okay, so this is a separate one, before I ask the actual random question of the day. Uh, do you believe in psychics, is my first question before I ask you mm, Psychics. Psychics. Like psychic ability, do you believe that's true? As in the sense to talk to people from beyond no not that or as in like i can predict your future sure let's do that predict your future you know the people hey i come in reread my palm whatever it's a palm reader it's a those tarot mm. card tarot cards whatever they're called the people who think that they know they can predict what's going to happen to you in the future well i've ha so i when i was at dominguez yes they did a little palm reading thingy mm -hmm. and this lady was spot on with everything she said so i kind of got trippy but oh, then i've okay. also heard the there's good questions to ask in a sense, like very generic. Like the general ones that you'll, you'll probably get right. Yeah. So it's just a little tough for me. Um, unless you hit me with, uh, these are not the Jedi's you're looking for type of oh. scenario. A nice little wave. Yeah. I don't know if I can buy 110% into it. I'll give you a solid 75% yes. Okay. That's fine. The 75% is great. That means that you, you do believe it in some way. I do. I also believe that there's a lot of people out there that do believe in that, right? Would you agree yeah. with me here? No, I definitely agree with that. Okay. So, if there's a psychic or there are psychics out there, here's the question of the day. And to the best of your knowledge, give me why, why the reason is. Okay. How come you never read about a psychic winning the lottery? If oh. They know, if they know it's coming, if they can read the future, why, why not do that? Why not do that? I'm sorry. I needed to ask that because well, here's I, your, I, I was a psychic. I mean, easy question. That's my first thing. That's the first thing I'm doing. That's, that's the first thing you're doing? Money isn't everything, Maddie. Oh this is gosh. a man once told me 
Don't be a money hungry person. Oh, but how and I've taken that how with how me how ever how since. How about, how about JK, I would do the same thing. <laughs> I'm going to win I mean, a lotto I, just to go buy a, a sports team, and then I'm going to make myself the GM. Oh, dude, that's a great one. Just, that's you know, my game plan you, right there. You know, you, you've thought about this because I was about to say, oh, yeah, you just buy yourself some shoes. And you no. go buy some a sports team. Actually, that's no, a yeah, I've, I've thought about you're, this you're before. Ready. I've thought about this. Like, you know, it's not necessarily from a psychic standpoint. Yeah. It's more from the, like, what if I could go to the future for, like, 20 minutes? Kind of do a, a little, of, um, what's it called? E, uh, kind of like Back to the Future. Back, back to the Future, the second Yeah, one. I'm going to be what's-his-name and just gamble on the games. Yeah, sporting on the games and stuff. Um, but then I don't know if that would work because technically there's a butterfly effect. Right. Oh, so so you, what if there so technically the butterfly time. effect is if I come back, I'm actually changing everything. Like if some things will turn out like not the way you want them to. Hey, man, if you believe in that, it's definitely a factor you have to uh, weigh in. I don't know, but that's a good question. Um, I'm thinking is to keep keep it incognito, not let yeah, people know about the I, secret people that are out there. I like that because what, what if we what if being psychic is not like a gift? It's more of a it's more of a like a curse. No, 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 like a tool. So you have to learn how to do it very well. And there's very limited people who do it. So you cannot give away how to do it. So, you know what? I understand where you're going with that. And I believe mm -hmm. to some level, I think we are, as human beings, we are capable of way more than what meets the eye. Yeah. You I, know, I, like I, how they say, like, you only use 30% of your brain? Yes, yes. Like, I think, wow, what if you could actually we, unlock, like, an extra 10 to 15%? You think we can actually do that? The, I was going more based off, like, the, there's, like, a secret society of psychics that don't want us to learn. They don't want us to acquire their powers. It's kind of, like, the best way I can tell you guys why this is true, it's, like, the same way as, uh, why do you not see commercials for Lamborghinis, Ferraris, all that stuff? It's because they want a certain amount of people to have it. They don't want everyone exactly, to have it. Exactly. If everyone has it, then it just becomes a... This not a want to come on anymore. So did yeah, you take a marketing class recently? I did not. But do you hear? Is that what you hear? Marketing class? <laughs> yeah, I had a class and like it was marketing one hundred and one, yeah. and then we talked about commodities and stuff like that. And that was yeah. that was the exact same uh, comparison. It's like there's a reason why you don't see like Lamborghini commercials. It's the truth. Or, or really high, not, high. You can't afford it. Uh, yeah, the average person. Clothing or whatever. High, high quality clothing. High quality shoes. Yeah. There's no commercials for that because. They know that people who have money are going to get it. Um, exactly. People, sorry, it's not anything bad, but we're, we're not going to buy you it. You and I aren't getting it. It's like, I feel like that's mm -hmm. what they messed up in Tesla. Like, I feel like Tesla's supposed to be like that high, high end, but now you see everyone getting it. Not saying that, you know, whoever has a Tesla's not. High end. No, I understand. Saying, Maserati kind of it, did that and I didn't like it. Yeah, they kind of make it feel like, oh, Tesla's like a out of world reach, but it's actually not. Mm -hmm. um, I agree. But when anyway, Maserati came out with the Ghibli. Mm -hmm. the ghibli model it was supposed to be like their uh economic version yes so it was like in the fifty thousands, and i just started seeing them like left and right i was like well there goes a dream of mine to one day yeah right because it's uh, you want that one thing right that yeah, nobody has yeah. when you get to see a lamborghini on the street it's pretty cool i mean i agree cool, it's right? the coolest thing ever and uh for where you i live it's probably more common than in most places that's true a little more common that's for sure yeah i got you i got you there but that's um, that's a great question, though. Yeah. Why yeah, don't you not, hear about it? Yeah, right. If it's if it's there, why doesn't it happen? But anyways, um, hopefully we do find an answer for that because that would be kind of cool. Well, I have uh, a question kind of on that theory. Um, I can yes. ask you today or next time. But, you know, I'm just going to ask you right now. Do you believe that there would, is a possibility of dinosaurs still roaming? 
or that there was ever dinosaurs at all. You know how okay, there's no. like a bunch of people who are like, yeah, no, exactly. never happened, yada, yada, yada. No, I don't like that for sure. Dinosaurs for sure happen. Uh, for anyone, if I can ever show you guys a video, I have dinosaurs in the corner of my room because it's like from when I was a kid. Um, I do believe in dinosaurs. Uh, they did they did roam the earth. They were the, the kings of the planet at one time. Um, but to your other question, which was a great one, do you think dinosaurs still around? I feel like um, they could be. I don't think they are, but it's a good question to have. I mean, definitely the relatives around here, right? The birds, not the reptiles. I'm 110% positive that there's a dinosaur still out there in the world. I, that would be awesome. There's a lot of things we haven't discovered. I mean, and, you go to the, go to the What is it we've only discovered like 10% of the ocean? Yep. Well, the ocean and even the Amazon too. The Amazon's only, we've only discovered about like a certain amount of plant and animal life in there. We don't have Yeah, no, I, I truly think that there's still something still out there. Yeah. I think no, the Megalodon is still alive. That's a good one. I like that one. Uh, about the, sorry, really quick, the dinosaurs, they don't have to be what the size, what you no. think huge ass model. You could be, it could be like a regular size, um, like an alligator size now, they could have. Maybe it's possible evolved. that they had to, right? They Evolution. Evolved. Yeah, exactly. But I wouldn't be surprised if there's something out there that is I like that. resembles like, the dinosaur minus the alligator scary. and bird. Imagine going like on a little trip. And you find time. it. Yeah, you're like, dude, I just found a dinosaur. I'm that's kind of like the Loch Ness. I'm in on the Loch Ness too. Ooh, that's a good one. We should have, okay, we'll do, oh, maybe we can do that. Okay, well, maybe, I have an idea now. Okay, let me write it down. Let me write it down. You're going to write down the idea? Is that, are we going to have an episode on myths? Yeah, I put scary monsters, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, uh, let's go ahead and move on. Um, we're, we're ending with uh, that today. Okay, so where do you want to start today, bud? You want to start with uh, some... Uh, let's jump into something that um, you and I are glad to, to be back. It's not here in this country. Mm, However, yeah. it is out in the world. Okay, and that is? I was thinking, let's start off with the EPL, which Ooh, just came back. Um, I believe they're in week, they're still week one. Week two ish. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of in the middle. Um, something. Because I, I know exactly some teams have played more than once and some teams have only played once. Uh, example, Manchester City hasn't even played yet. They're playing tomorrow on their first game. So that's there you go. like a, uh, a team that hasn't done it. Um, uh, for just a quick couple of standings for the teams that have played two games to give you guys a, a date on the standings. I know super early, it's only been two games. Uh, Leicester City, Everton. Arsenal and Liverpool take up the top four spots because that's the kind of more important one that will reach you to that European uh, UEFA Champions League. Uh, Leicester's technically first, Everton second, Arsenal third, and Liverpool fourth, who are the defending champions. Um, and then kind of rounding out that table is going to be Crystal Palace, Tottenham, and uh, Wolves. So our teams, Chelsea and Manchester United, are on the bottom of the table. But, of course, as we said, very early. Very early. Um... Anything that stands out to you uh, early in the season? Yeah, uh, did you see the Leeds Leeds game? Um, their first game since like 2000 yeah. and like 12 um, or something like that in yes, the EPL. Since, uh, coming back to the EPL, yeah, against Liverpool, it was an awesome game. Yeah, they I won 5 4, right? Yeah, something like that. It was a high scoring game. Uh, I think a lot of people were kind of worried that Liverpool uh, wasn't, you know, they were kind of coming off that championship high, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've been kind of, their defense has been a little bit shaky since the end of the season. I know that. I That's believe. Uh, Virgil van Dijk now has more errors that led to goals than David Luiz, Harry Maguire, and, like, a couple other people. Yeah, he was just so good in that beginning that you kind of, you know, I'm sure he's better than what he's doing now. Uh, but that is a great point. I think Leeds, uh, they were talking about how they were kind of scared of their defense, but they've been scoring goals because uh, they did win to uh, yesterday, I think, or Saturday was their first win, and they scored another, like, four goals again. So 
no, there's your sleeper. There's your EPL sleeper. That's a good one. Uh, I definitely think they'll stay in the uh, Premier League. I think they do score enough goals to kind of get in there. They need to fix up that that defense, but um, I think it's enough to kind of keep them in the in the Premier League. They're mm-hmm. not going to get demoted. Uh, you know, I think it would be very relegated. good and pretty relegated. cool just to see them um, manage to stay up for a couple of years. Uh, mm-hmm. the, I think the big news that came out of the EPL this week is uh, Gareth Bale is finally out of Madrid. That's his, right. He is, he is leaving our Spanish team, which is Real Madrid, to his former home. Tottenham Hotspurs. Yeah, I think that's a very good move for him. He's going to reunite with Jose Mourinho. That's right. Who he that's did right. win the UCL with. Yeah. And I think he's played very well under him. And I think he's going to be a great addition for them. But, yeah, he, he, has have, a little, he has a little bit more of uh, some spunk to that team. I know uh, Jose Mourinho's teams tend to come off a lot of very defensive. Uh, you know, sometimes a lot of parking the bus and whatnot. Yeah, not a lot of attacking players. So adding him, even though he's an older player, I think a new change of scenery. Change of scenery is needed. Uh, even though it's a uh, back to your old scenery, but kind of you know you get that whole it's a newer I thing. I think I think you just need it as Spain. Yes, I agree. I, I agree as well. I think his mind needs to be in the right place. But now that his mind's in the right place in England, I think he can do some great things for them. Uh, they also got a. The left back from Real Madrid, um, who was on uh, in Sevilla, which is Sergio Regulon. So he's going to help their their left side of their defense and attack minded kind of uh, left back presence. So that that will help them too. So who knows? Maybe they make a little push. I don't know if they're going to be. Well, I, the attacking defenders. force of Harry Kane and Gareth Bale did not sound like a bad deal no, I, at all. Well, I mean, do you forget? Don't forget Son either. Uh, human Son from South Korea. He's good. He's, oh he's, yeah, he's I forget about him. Right, I think I know. he put in four the other day. Yeah, he did. He did. And I was about to say that four goals, which is you know, score score one goal, man. Score four in a game. That's exactly. props to him. Um, another, I think another. Oh, I was watching the Chelsea game today. They did lose two zero to the uh, for the second week against uh, Liverpool. Uh, Thiago Alcantara, who's coming from Bayern Munich, is, made his debut. He looked good as always. A great uh, signing in the midfield because I believe Jorginho Wijnaldum, the Netherlands. Uh, midfielder, he might be leaving. So Ronaldo, I think, is going to Barca. Yeah, I think he might be he might be going, which doesn't make sense for Barca. They getting they keep getting older. Getting they, they, they got, I don't yeah. think they understand that uh, Messi's thirty already, and they need to start getting a little bit younger. Yeah, right. Figure I, it I, out. They gave away Arthur Melo. That was kind of weird. That's something um, that you can give to Real Madrid, though. That I think they set themselves up for success in the future. That, that's true. They like, do have a lot of like young influence, and then kind of signing mm-hmm. guys. Um, I, I did want to add something with the. Uh, um, today, uh, Weston McKinney started for Juventus. Juventus, yeah, yeah first player to start in. A, that was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. They did a, win. Three, what is it? Three, Italian league game? Yeah, I guess Syria. I think start, actually start three uh, zero. They won, so it was kind of cool. They had a picture on Instagram him hugging Ronaldo. So that that's kind of weird seeing like an American player hug Ronaldo. Hug Ronaldo, right? Uh, I believe Ronaldo scored today in his nineteenth season. Um, <laughs> that guy it'd be very up. interesting to see that. Season number 19 put up another 30. I don't know if that one's happened. I don't know if it's happened either, but he can definitely do it. That's for sure. That's the fact. He's definitely the guy for it. Um, But very excited for EPL. Uh, I'm going to try to watch as much as possible. I was trying to watch out when I was on my trip and when I can. Only bad part is it starts up pretty early. It's really early. You get, to, when, you get one of those five in the morning games too. You're like, yeah. Oh, man. Those I don't are know bad. if I can get up for that. <laughs> you know what doesn't start early though, Matty? Is the What's NHL up? Stanley Cup. Oh, the Stanley Cup finals are here. Like we said, it's trust me, it's creeping up on you, and it and it and it definitely did. Uh, 
the Dallas Stars, who are now in the uh, Stanley Cup Finals after defeating the Las Vegas Knights. I'm sorry, Jerry. I know you wanted the. I did want for, the Knights for those Golden Knights. Um, they they are facing the, the Tampa Bay Lightning, who of course defeated the New York Islanders. Uh, the Dallas Stars are up one to zero currently. Uh, they won four to one in Game One, and the next game is tomorrow at five o'clock. So keep an eye on that. Um, Hopefully it's a back and forth series, and we'll see who the winner is. Any predictions you want to go ahead and go uh, Tampa? Go with Tampa. For that, I will go with Dallas. Oh, I like always. Gotta gotta go against you, man. I can't always agree, right? I guess so. So we've been told. (laughs) Yeah, so we've been told. (laughs) All right, uh, let's go into uh, the blue color, which is of course is uh, Dodger blue, MLB blue. what do you, where should we start? Uh, should we Let, start with the second no-hitter that was thrown? Yeah, I think that's a big one. Alec Mills, right? Yeah, you get no – all respect to Alec Mills, man. He threw a no-hitter. But who's that guy? Who did that guy come from? Matty, this dude's a 22nd-round pick. 22nd-round pick. Hey, to all the kids out there, don't matter where you go. Just go work hard and you'll make the impact. Yeah, 28 years old, man. Imagine that, you know, 28 is still young. Just don't know, but we haven't heard about this guy at all. 2012 amateur draft from the University of Tennessee, uh, drafted by the Kansas City Royals, as you said, the 22nd round. Uh, that, hey man, don't give up. Don't give right. up. Don't give it up. was it was the prettiest no hitter though, Maddie. Uh, only ah. I think it's the greatest I, thing ever to do it. I have you could ever do yes. it. You're you're in history, right? You're in the history books regardless. No doubt. Whatever. Um, no matter how your no hitter is, you have a no hitter. Right? Only five swing and misses. On yeah. 140, uh, 114 pitches, that yep. one's pretty surprising. He ended up with five Ks, three walks, and it's the fewest strikeouts for a Cubs no-hitter since 1969. You know who, who it was? No, who was it? I don't know his first name, but it was Holtzman. Oh, God. I, <laughs> I like that. I like that one. I like that one. Um, I was going to ask you a question really quick about the Alex Mills. Um, we both seem to agree. No-hitter. Perfect game, whatever it is. That is mm, okay. I think I know where you're going. Extremely hard, extremely hard to do. How difficult do you think, or will we ever see a 76 pitch complete game like Greg Maddox? No, I was gonna say that. Great. Which one do you think is harder to do? That's the thing. That's the thing. It's a no hitter. You gave up no hits. That has to be harder. How many hits did Maddox give up? It had, couldn't have been that many. Uh, let me double check. Give me one second. Go ahead. There's only got to be a couple of hits. The 76 pitches is amazing because that's less than 10 pitches. That means he's yeah, getting a right. lot of soft contact. They're barely over like eight, eight, eight pitches an inning or whatever. I don't know. That one might be harder because he probably had no walks. Probably no, way. No, no way he could have he, – he had walks. No yeah, way. No way he had any walks. Probably gave up, I'm going to say, about three singles and then probably induced a double play. Okay, so know. the score was the Braves beat the Cubs 4-1. to one. And he uh, gave up a run? He gave up a run. The game took a total of two hours and seven minutes. Wow. That's even good from the other side, uh, the other point, to give up four runs and the mm-hmm. game still only went two hours? And so here's a little um, – I want to give the – Give us that line for that game? I'm looking for it, but I do want to give you the little – there's a little um, – uh, by Mike Oz of the Major Leagues 2. It's a little uh, – <clears throat> A little, uh, he had a little coverage on it. I want to just tell you from that little piece. Um, so get this. This is quoting him. Maddox threw seven pitches in the first inning, then seven in the fifth, sixth, and seventh. He really labored in the fourth inning when he surrendered one run. The total amount of pitches that inning, 12. 
Wow. Right? So that tells you, so he was about seven, he was averaging about seven uh, pitches an inning. And then, of course, that, that fourth inning where he surrendered that one run, he gave up a whopping 12 pitches. That's a lot of work, huh? I wish I could throw 12 pitches in one and get inning. Out, and get <laughs> get out of an inning. Most of these guys don't even do that anymore. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't at all because a lot of the time you walk. I think it's just more walks and deeper counts. And the strikeout totals are super high. He probably didn't even have that many strikeouts. He probably only had like five strikeouts that night. No, nah, probably not. But uh, like you said, do you, uh, are you saying that that is harder? Than yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that 76 pitches is harder, especially in that's, today's game. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, so he gave up five hits. Five hits? Yeah, he there's gave, probably five uh, double plays in that game. Yeah, it has to be. Five double plays, at least four. Um, Maybe four and a home run is what he gave up. Mm, no home runs, dude. No home runs. That's crazy. Runners I, in, so uh, with runners in scoring position, he had uh, five times he had runners in scoring position. Wow, they're mm-hmm. they actually made him work then. Yeah, which is weird, right? You think with that seventy-six count? Yeah, that's weird. That's really that's, weird. That's amazing. But uh, I just wanted to get your take on that because I, I I had a, like a little thought about it. Like seventy-six pitches, no hitter. Um, you know what? I'll give me the no hitter. No hitter is just because. It's extremely rare. I know the 76 pitches probably won't happen again. Yeah, I don't I think feel like either. usually on a no-hitter, you're as dominant as can be. Well, exactly. I mean, no-hits. What I was going to say about giving up a – getting a no-hitter, but let's just – do you remember uh, Edwin Jackson's no-hitter? That was um, a very ugly no-hitter, yes. It was an ugly no-hitter, but do you feel like it might be harder? Because you're always working with people on base. It's always uh, uh, stressful innings. Yeah, I agree. I, I think he hit like 150. On that night, uh, Edwin yeah, Jackson for the Rays, like he had like six, seven walks, mm-hmm. and then a high strikeout total that night too. So that's one of those nights where you're effectively wild. Yeah, of course, of course. Like AJ and Burnett threw one that was like kind of effectively wild. AJ Burnett threw a no hitter, and I believe it's the only no hitter where every starting uh, player, position player, mm-hmm. got on base against him. Yeah, see, but that's the thing is that those are hard, man, because you're always pitching with guys on. Uh, there's pressure on you, so those are harder. I, Rather I mean, than the other way, you're just rolling, right? The other way, you're just rolling. I mean, if you're throwing a perfect game, that means you're legit rolling. There's no struggle. No, I don't. I don't think anyone can tell me. Oh, they labored a little bit. No way. Perfect game. No one's on base. You know, you probably barely reach a very minimal three three ball counts because you know you, you get the more three ball counts you get, the more likely you're gonna have a walk. It's just how yes. It is. Yeah, so, better um, hitters count and everything like that. No, yeah. I agree. I, give me the no hitter. I changed my mind. No hitter. Yeah, the I think might have by a little bit too. Yeah, I feel like yes, you're on, but you're on maybe a little bit more luck side than a no hitter because there's mm-hmm. probably a lot of weak contact that happened that yes. maybe just on a regular day wouldn't happen. The ball spun this much off the bat or whatever and induced a weak contact. Give me the no hitter. Give me history. I want to be in the books. Yes, I, I agree with you, and that's why I picked a, his card up for free on MLB The Show. His oh, me too. Uh, I made I sure I did it before I left. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to use him because his stuff is not as good. I didn't, anyways, like, I didn't like the card. Uh, but somebody okay, else yeah. got in the history books. Yes, thank you so much. That's You go I'm ahead and take that one. lead you over there, yeah. yeah I Albert Pujols hits home run. Oh, he's on 662. Yes, he is 662, but the big one was at 660, right? Yeah, the 660 was the big one as he tied Willie Mays for fifth all-time on the home run list. Uh, Maddie, without looking at our little doc, can you tell me who's ahead of him? Yes. Um, do you want an order or not an order? Without looking at the doc, just I, re- I know I, I have great. Uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, picture memory. What do you call it when you remember stuff? Oh my gosh! 
Yes. Okay. Let, give it I'm to just me gonna, in order. Give me I'm, the number one, I, I, one to five, one to four. I don't know that in order, but I know obviously I'm just gonna do by home run amount. If there's if he's tied for fifth with Mays, uh, Babe Ruth obviously is there. Yes. Um, seven fourteen. Hank Aaron. Don't know the exact number. Seven fifty three. No, maybe a little more. Um, obviously Barry Bonds, but you know, little little. Um, I give it to him. Give it to him, and then I don't know. And that's why I will look at the duck and I see it. It's Alex Rodriguez. Yes, it is Alex Rodriguez. He's on an elite I couldn't list. Tell you, right I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you Alex, but for sure, Babe, Hank, and Barry. That's that was that was pretty easy. Those are the main ones. Yeah, uh, I think it's a great honor for him to be in that list, passing um, Willie Mays as who's regarded as one of the best players of all time. I think oh yeah. After I think you and I have talked about it. Um, just seeing after what's happened, like you kind of look at their career towards yeah. the end. Mm-hmm. Um, Albert might go down as one of the best hitters of all time. Oh yeah, definitely. in my opinion, definitely. maybe not the overall player, but best hitter. And I'm just waiting for the days in the Hall of Fame now. Seven hundred for sure. Gotta... He's already forty, so is he no, get he's there? probably gonna end like six eighty. I agree with you. I, agree I don't think you. he's gonna pass Alex. I think he's gonna submit himself as fifth. And actually, I think he's gonna stay there for a very, very, very long time. Good point. Maybe Good Mike point. Trout. That's about it. He's the only one who you might right see now. catching. Yeah. 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 Just the way home runs are so big, but I don't know. I just nobody plays long enough anymore, in my opinion. Good point. No, good point. Good point. So um, that's, that's the only thing I had for them. Well, good, a good thing for, um, you know, it's history for Albert Pujols and for the Angels, something to root for because right now they're, again, another year kind of wasted. Oh, no playoffs. Yeah. yeah, they're wasted. Unfortunately, I think tail end of Albert's uh, career was wasted. That's Albert true. Anaheim. His was wasted. I'm thinking about Mike Trout, but you're right. Albert Mike Pujols. Trout as well. Um, the thing with Mike, Albert Pujols, at least he's won his ring. Yes, he did. Win, he got like two with St. Louis. Uh, it's just so unfortunate to me when you see these great talents and you look at Charles Barkley, you look at, mm-hmm. I know it's a different sport, but you look at them, the Carl Malones, you look at these guys yeah. and they're, you're a legend in a sense, in a sense, but you're not uh, epitome Marino football. Yeah. Dan Marino for the dolphins couldn't win one. There's just so many guys out there and it's unfortunate. And you wish you could just see them because that talent is championship material. Yeah. Sometimes it's just, you get fortunate. You get drafted by the right organization and boom, there you go. You got your couple of championships of just playing for, you know, baseball is harder though. Cause you know, it's, I think it's a little harder to win the championship. It is. It's um, a very team oriented. Yes, uh, yes. I think football is pretty hard, too, but it just seems like we get the same teams a lot. Uh, all right, so moving on to a team that definitely, you know, probably didn't deserve to win. But uh, the Dodgers, of course, we had a big uh, – just about a week ago already, we had a big series against the Astros as they were coming into into town. Uh, shout out to all the Dodger fans going in front of Dodger Stadium with their trash <laughs> cans and someone paying someone to fly a sign over Dodger Stadium. I like, I like that one. That was pretty cool. Of course, the first game did not go the way we wanted. Uh, we had a nice little lead, five to two, and uh, Jansen just had to cough it up. Uh, did rebound the second game to win eight to one, and then I think, to be honest, I think good thing we kind of focused in because we had a bigger series that meant a lot more. Right afterward. Uh, right after, which was the Padres. Of course, mm-hmm. we, we lose that first one. Uh, Kershaw pitches pretty good. I know he gave three runs on the line, but pitched pretty well. Um, one run is actually his run. Exactly. I mean, I I believe it was. Um, Ferguson or Blake? No, I think it was Bias. 
You know what? You're right. I think Bias it was Bias. Bias came in and gave up a base hit. I think it was that score. He did give up runs. that one hit that he gave up in the beginning was tough, man. He got the guy got jammed and they were just kind of playing the shift. Kind yeah, of and out. just so the outfit was playing deep, mm-hmm. and that would just kind of derail them. Uh, but then they took two out of three to kind of solidify their, you know, the dominance of the West. Uh, went from a game and a half lead to uh, we were talking about a later three and a half, and then uh, woke up a little bit as the best woke up in Colorado. They lost today. Uh, six and four in the last uh, ten games. Uh, they just need one more win to clinch the West. Uh, that will be eight straight years of clinching the West. So, uh, Maddie, going into the playoffs, though, is Kenley Jansen your closer? I know we saw him get blown up by the Astros uh-huh. in Game Two of the last series at Petco. Faces loaded and barely escaped that jam. Not only that, he came in with no runners on. Uh-huh. He put those runners on. I believe it was a walk in two hits. Yes, I do recall that. Um, man, Going tough, forward, is he your closer? Tough, tough, tough. Because uh, I know you look at Instagram, the Twitter, yeah, any, anything that has anything about baseball or anything like that. Apparently, Kenley is already the worst closer of all time. Of course. So of I just course. wanted to see what your thought process was going forward. If you are Dave Roberts, are you rolling with them? Are you bringing – I know you're a big Gatterall guy. Are you yeah, going to put Gatterall there no. in that position already? Uh, you got Blake uh, Trinan who has done it before. Mm-hmm. It's just there's a, there's options. There is options, yes. but what are you doing? Uh, for Skip, me, tell me what you're doing. Oh gosh, so I'm the I'm the uh, I'm the uh, what do you call it, the skipper? Yeah, you're the skipper right now. I would have to say that for me, I would have to put. I think you still give it to Jansen. Why? For me. Yeah, uh, like, what what makes you say, you know what? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I have to go Jansen, because that's what it's sounding like. It's sounding like maybe you don't like your options. Is that what it is? Um, it's not that I don't like the options. It's just that Trident. I'm not sure 100 percent with him yet. Uh, Gratterall is too young, and I think you just give Jansen the shot. But uh, that's I don't know. That's a tough call. It's a Maybe just Jansen. I, I, I got to stick with your confidence. I will go with Jansen. I know I don't sound confident in choosing him, but. Uh, no, I, un- I understand it. The next question I have for you. Mm-hmm. Just we're still in that realm of Jansen. Let's say we're in the playoffs. Okay. Let's say it's that wild card series. It's only three games. Okay. Let's say Jansen blows game one. You yes. have a two-run lead in the next day or a one-run yeah. lead. Are you still throwing Jansen? No. Or would no, you say, um, okay, this is the time. Unfortunately, you're done. You're done at this point. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, maybe not done because you're still going to need him. You know. Uh, you well, you're done putting him in the ninth is what I meant. Yeah, for that, for sure. I would do that. No, I have uh, For me, I have no no issues for me putting trying in like, there's no sense of like, you have loyalty towards him, but it's not like, oh, yeah, you've done so much for us here. The ball. No, no, no. We're trying to win now. And if you couldn't get it done the last game and trying is fresh and ready, go trying in. I see. I I had this. I have a a group message where it's all Dodger talk, mm-hmm. and then this question got up to the broad got brought up. They wanted to pull is Jansen see your closer, and it was after the after Astros? the no, it was after the Petco one. Okay, the Petco one. Okay, after the bases loaded, and I was on the same track as you. I'm saying I'm riding and dying with Kenley. Unfortunately, I think his confidence got a little crushed in 2017 with the whole Astral scandal. That's true. Because he hasn't been the same. But he's still not a bad player. 
It's still no, a top end closer, in my opinion. And he, sorry, I, I, I was, I was just saying. Yeah, better. I knew. He, is, he is better than half of the league, and maybe even more. He's, so. I, he's still a top five closer, in my opinion. Yeah, he is. Even um, in fifth, that's still top five. Exactly, and the thing that I kind of disagreed with you on mm-hmm. is in the playoff series where mm-hmm. if he blows game one, unless he threw forty pitches in game one, you're, you're giving the ball. I'm, Kenley, you're the guy. Mm. You've been our guy for 10 mm. years, and I know you have this in you. Because it's not only that it's just you've done this for us, right? It's more yeah. of, hey, if yeah. I don't give him this ball and we end up going to the next round, I know it's a big what if, right? Mm-hmm. I, give, I don't give you this ball. I lost the reliever, in my opinion. I got you. It's a Mental point. standpoint, yeah. he's checking out in a sense. You're kind of or like he's overcompensating. Like yes, you gave up on him. And now you have to make a decision. Hey, am I putting this guy on my roster? I can ask him, hey, Kenley, where's your head at, right? And he's going to give me a skip. I'm fine. I understand I lost the role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you, we, how many times have we seen multiple guys, multiple, multiple guys go into a different situation and they can't handle it? Um, I, and they kind of break. I, I think you have an excellent point. You don't want to ever, you know, lose your closer from, like, confidence and he's totally checked out and everything. Uh, for me, the only reason I would continue and stay on what my, my, my path of thinking, you do that, you say try and you take it over, and I think you take it the opposite way. You go, Kenley, you, you know, you blew this one. Prove me wrong that I should have not tried in the second game. And I think you, you, that would be my, my way of, of playing it. Only because we've done this before the whole, you've been our closer, you deserve it. It's like, hey, man, it's been 2017. I understand maybe they were cheating. They were cheating, but you, they know, were, you, you can't you blame him for that one. Yeah, that's true. Should Marvin you, Gonzalez, maybe. Exactly, and that's a big one. Maybe, that's Marvin a big Gonzalez. one. And but the 20- only thing I have on that, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you yeah, off, is just that like, that's a ball where 99% of the Knights – it doesn't go anywhere. You look at that swing. Yeah. That's not a that's it not a, a off the bat home run. That's a off the bat bleeder to left field. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I I know we're I don't I hate seeing the replay, but I know exactly what you mean. It almost looks like it's jammed. Yeah, he doesn't get wow. the barrel on the ball. It's a hundred and freaking ninety degrees outside. Yeah, but it, man, it it it, counts it is what it is. It is what it is, but I just feel like there's been a ba- lot of bad luck in his situations. Okay, but then the only reason to continue on is the 2018, the Jackie Bradley Jr., you know, you Walker Buehler's pitching your gym. You're right there. Instead, we go through a whole 18-inning game. I know we're glad that we won, but you go through the whole 18-inning game. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you just need to switch things up. Maybe, we, maybe you know, we've been too too loyal to, hey, let's do this, stick to the way it is. Like, you know, kind of like the Kershaw thing. Like, here our guy. Let's do it again. Here, guys, do it again. Maybe just changing it up a bit, challenging might change the the whole aspect of of the layout of the playoffs. So hopefully, either way it happens, your way, my way, a different way. I think we're just hoping for the best when it comes to Jansen and the whole bullpen because uh, they have been leaking a little bit of oil lately, but they have yes. been used a lot. They have been used. No, they a lot. have been a ton. Uh, and it's a good thing that the, the, it's a shortened season because you know if you do a whole 162 games. It's a natural thing. You either start kind of bad, your your bullpen kind of mends itself, or mm-hmm. go through another stretch of a little bit of leaking. Opposite starts super hot. We um, start, you know, uh, leaking a little bit of oil, like I said, and now you just need to kind of mend it, get back, get ready. I think they'll be fine. Uh, like I said, when they were going through their little struggles, 
as a team and as a, like hitting wise and pitching wise, let's get it out right now. We have a, this is why we have a four and a half game lead in the West. This is why we are one of, we're the best team in MLB. We have the best record. This is why you build that lead. So when you have things like this, a little bit of injuries, um, you know, <clears throat> little bumps in the road, you're able to kind of recover and be ready for the playoffs. I agree. I agree. Um, I think you, you hit it right on the, on the nose right there. The only thing is, I'm not going Blake. I'm going Dylan. Oh, okay. Give me, give me Floro. That, that's fine. No, I think he just has great stuff. That's why. He does. He does. And he looks and like he looks composed. more like the, the 2018 version of himself, not last year version of himself. So. Do you remember last you. year he actually started off like the first like 40 games oh, without giving he, up a run? He was, he was crazy. I remember they put him – I said something about it. It's kind of funny. Uh, believe me, I swear. It's on the MLB tonight. And they go, this guy, Dylan Floro, you know, you pick him up last year. He's really good this year. He's been like the best – best reliever and I was like oh no and they started noticing him he's gonna start it's not gonna be good and he just was not the same for the rest of the year they didn't even use him on the postseason right so I don't think I think he ended up having like some kind of strain though uh, next strain I think next strain I so think. I don't know I but still it was, it, was, it was funny I was just like don't mention him yeah no I know what you're saying he's been great he's, he's almost been the, the same most, most consistent probably for sure I think yeah yeah no I agree because uh, Blake has had Blake is really good, but he just kind of, he comes in sometimes and just sometimes his balls just too up and they just start. Well, whacking. he has a sinker. His sinker no, sometimes no. he doesn't have the pinpoint control and it's coming up high and dropping right down in the middle. Especially today, which we yeah, we talked about. Yeah, he did give up a couple today. runs today. Uh, you know, Colorado though, the, the air is thinner. I know that your balls don't they're not they don't break as, as yeah they don't break they as well. Do, so. uh, well, uh, playoff start man next week, so we'll be we'll be with you guys, man. Uh, Sweating, uh, worried. Every pitch is going to mean something, so that's going to be crazy. Uh, let's go ahead and move mm-hmm. on to another team who is number one in the East. And I must say, my friend, great call on this team. Bang! Uh, the White Sox entering today at a number one seed in the American League. Uh, Jose Abreu rejuvenated, ready to go. Actually, he's always been good. He's just been with a bad team. Uh, yes. 48, 48 runs, batted in, and then uh, – Tim Anderson, again, man, showing that it's not a fluke what he did the last year, last year and a half. 362 hitter. You know, like we said, short in season, but this boy can hit. He stays hot. If he, I mean, he stays hot, hot. He, we might be talking about the first 400 hitter in uh, quite some time. I know there's That's, not many games left, but let's just say he pulls off one of those, like, 15 for 20 runs. Yeah. That average is going to be pretty close. I'd have to look at the num- crunch the numbers. That's true, but we we did we did mention that I think we did we agree on the you know the whole hitting over four hundred is that going to count this year if you do that to me it counted I don't, I don't remember did you say yes or no oh I I see I said no I I, would I said no. yes I still I said yes just count. because of nobody I think it showed like three people or since since then have hit four hundred and sixty games straight so that's true I mean sixty games four hundred still that that. That deserves a credit of its own too. That's crazy. I mean, like we were talking it, about Charlie Blackman, and he went a month, and now he's back to three hundred. He's like legit a solid three hundred, not a three fifty or anything like which, that. Which, which, which is kind of unfortunate because when you think about him, uh, three hundred is really good. But then you think about what he was at, and you're like, oh wow, he really dropped. Fell but, off. He fell but off. But he fell off. But three hundred is nice. Uh, quick thing on your Tim Anderson. I just looked up uh, today. They lost to the Reds. 
my the team I said, and they met on them yesterday. They've come, they've come back a little bit. They're twenty seven and twenty seven, so they're making some noise. They could definitely reach that eighth spot. I don't want them to because that's a nice that's uh, a, Trevor that's Bauer a person in the face. Yeah. Gray, uh, Luis Castillo, man, you got some. I mean, bullpen's not good, but uh, Tim Anderson today went over three, so he's hitting three sixty now. Um, so yeah, fifteen for twenty's got to come soon if he wants to make a run. He needs it. to go fifteen for twenty now because only like five games left. <laughs> but um, um, Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. What happens? Did you hear that? Yes. Oh, uh, you know the problem with that though is that um, I I won't I won't be able to hear you if I if I take it. Oh out. yeah. <laughs> no problem. But it's, but it's okay. Don't worry. I I kind of I was able to fix the whole. I got it. I got it. No problem. We're um, all good there. Um. Where were we at? Three talks. It's, it's yes, possible. possible. Dude, that whole team is looking solid. Luis Robert is looking like exactly what they said he was going to be. High strikeout yeah. totals, but he's been a stud. Absolute stud. Eloy has been a stud. I'm behind a LA Chicago World Series. Oh, interesting, interesting. That would that would that'd be kind of cool. Uh, that would nice be fun, players. right? I think well, anything would be fun if we go to the World Series. But you're right. If there's a team that would be kind of cool to watch, White Sox are definitely somebody. White Sox, Yankees. Uh, maybe that's it. That really gives you like, Oof, like that's a nice, that's a nice. That's a nice. I think Yankees obviously and Dodgers are like. Oh, that's, that's what we need. That's what we need. But, or I guess an Astros, but I don't even want to see him make the playoffs. No, I, no, thank I, you. They, they don't, they should don't, have they, been given the suspension I wanted of a three game or uh, three years out of the playoffs. Well, listen, you know, we've talked about this as like, I think we did a throwback to the beginning of the show. Never wish anyone to be hurt, uh, miss any time. But the Astros might have, you know, they, you know, they cheated. They didn't want to say anything. Uh, one of their pitchers who was very, was very adamant about like cheating stuff was talked about it, and you know his team actually ended up cheating, and that's Justin Verlander. And now he's out for the season. Uh, Tommy John surgery is uh, headed to the 38 year old, 38 year old, yeah, future, future Hall of Famer. Would you say probably future Hall of Famer? Mm, um, I don't see how many no. wins he has. I think, so. uh, but uh, bad news for them. Um, if you guys remember the first, pretty much first two, two episodes, we talked about Verlander having some kind of elbow issue. Someone reported that he would have be out for the rest of the season. He was kind of like, don't, don't report things like, that you don't know. And don't say things that you're not sure about. Uh, but you know, now he's no, now, now he's out. I, you know, it's unfortunate. And it looks like a little bit of a kind of karma type thing. Yeah, you hate to say it, but I, you know. Um, I okay. I know we we're on his Hall of Fame thing. Yes. I have him at three thirty-three, one thirteen WHIP, two hundred twenty-six wins. And I mean, he's kind of like the um, Mike Messina. Like yeah, this but they, Mike Messina is a good one. But this could be like that. That's like the now requirement for this kind of this age. age. This age is uh, pitchers and stuff. Uh, no doubt. About his is he done? Is he done? Is he? See, career's over, or do you think he comes back? If he's one of those guys where I just want to come back and prove, because he's not going to come back to his age 40 season. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Because he's, he's going to have to have surgery. Let's just, even if he had surgery tomorrow. Yeah, he's out for he'll, a year and a half. He'll Yeah, he'll pretty much – yeah, because the season won't start until – yeah, he'll, That's if we get a normal say, season. Let's just say 39. It's 40, basically. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think, yes or no? I think I think he's I, I read I read that he is. He says that he I, wants to. I agree. I think he's got that kind of. I think the only hiccup would come, like if during rehab, is just not going too much. Yeah, yeah, if it's just too much, I think he's just 
you know what? I have two rings. Yeah. He has one with Detroit, right? No, they didn't win. They didn't win. Detroit, I have one win. ring, three Cy Youngs. Oh, MVP. An MVP, countless no hitters. I have two no hitters. My legacy set. I knew, yeah. The only thing you're coming back to say is I didn't need my guys to know the pitches. <laughs> that's that's what you would come back and say, right? And just say, like, I'm going out on my own terms? Um, yes, I think that's a big point. Um, don't not, don't know Justin Rillan, obviously, just speculating. Um, I don't believe he has – I know he's married, but I don't believe he has any kids yet. No. He might have just had a kid maybe. So, you know, a lot of these guys sometimes later in their career when, you know, injuries are piling up, whatever – if they have like a family or things like that, it's a little bit easier to walk away from the game. But I don't know if he has a family, so I feel like it's not like a priority at the moment. To stay home. Yeah, like if you're already 40 and, you know, it's going to be a long road of recovery for you, you want to play really bad, but then you have kids growing up and you want to be there for them. Sometimes it's an easier decision to be like, you know what, I've done what I needed to do, especially a career like his, and it's time for me to move on. But for him, you know, he, you know, his wife's with him and she's, you know, you know, she's, she's, she's Kate Upton. So she's Kate Upton. Okay, they do have a daughter. Sorry, I just wanted to say that. On July 14th, my brother's uh, 2018. So she's only a year old. So, you know, he's not. It might be, you know, it's kind of like, um, oh, what was who was it the other day? can't remember exactly who it was, but they kind of, during this whole quarantine thing, you're around the family a lot more. And now you're just like, this is what I want to do, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just want to stay home and be with the kids. And so maybe it might be something like that. But we'll have to wait and see. He's not the only guy having Tommy John, though. Um, right, Dodgers reliever Caleb Ferguson. Uh, unfortunately, he hurt his arm in Petco at, in San Diego against the Padres yeah. in that series yeah. we were talking about. He, I think he knew it right away. Yeah, he was uh, doing a little finger touch, and uh, didn't look like a good sign. Tommy John's a tear of the UCL, right, in the mm-hmm. elbow? Yes. I'm assuming it's a minor tear because they're saying he can still pitch. However, I think it is surgery regardless, and he's opting to go ahead and take it now which makes absolute sense to me. Get ready for next season and come back healthy and ready to go because yeah, we five, we, ten years, we're, we're playoff mode. So exactly. take care of we yourself. Take care of yourself. Uh, most likely we won't even see him next year because uh, this, kind of, this kind of surgery, it's kind of usually what they say is about like a year to, to heal and about half a year for like recovery, like rehab, kind of like mm, to get back Maybe. To play, maybe if he's lucky, like a September – yeah, that would that would be exactly yeah. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah, it takes you a while, it takes you a little bit. It's not like that Corey Seager, you know, he had Tommy John, but he's not a pitcher. Mm-hmm. So that's a different kind of style. Like Carl Crawford had it. If you remember, a couple uh, twenty like back in twenty eleven, he had Tommy John it's with Boston. Kind of with Boston, it's kind of a different kind of injury to come back when you're a position player because it's not you know your money's not in your in that throwing in your arm. arm. Yes. So you have to be a lot a lot more careful, especially a guy with uh, Caleb Ferguson's like you know he's got a lot of talent and throws hard. Uh, was really coming to his own this year. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate. Got but the slider. The slider looked really good. And really good, man. Uh, second second Tommy John in, in his young career, though. He had a uh, senior year as a high scorer. So they were reporting on that. So well, Hopefully he bounces back. Um, he, more yeah, likely he's going to actually come back throwing like 100 because he's already hitting like 97. Yeah, usually you do come back throwing harder, right? So. Because they strengthen the the muscles that are yeah, connected to it. So you end up you coming get back. You get it from a different area of your body, I think, right? To kind of use a certain kind of – Whatever. I muscle. just – yeah, it's something about the way they build themselves back up. They're just strengthening muscles that normally aren't being strengthened and they come back freaking like flamethrowers. Well, uh, well, we wish him a speedy recovery and um, – We got man, one more injury. It's going to gonna, gonna suck missing him. Go ahead. Sorry. 
Um, Matt Chapman of the yeah. Oakland A's third, mm-hmm. top third baseman, platinum glove winner. Yes. Is unfortunately out for the rest of the season. Surgery on his right hip. It looks like he's going to be replaced by Jake Lamb, who was recently DFA designated for assignment, meaning, hey, we're either going to release you or you're going down to the minors. Mm-hmm. And it looked like he got, yeah, he got claimed by the A's, so he's going to go over there. I actually was a big Jake Lamb guy at one point. I know he yeah. definitely fell off since that one season. He had like two seasons, I think. He yeah, he did have he, he had all, seasons. He had an all-star season in 2017, and I think for me, injuries kind of just took him off the, the rails. Yeah, me. a lot of injuries. And then it's kind of hard to get back on that, you know, grind, that tempo. Your timing's always off if you're always hurt. Mm. Uh, but it was it was a good uh, – they had a good uh, stat line for him. I was listening on the radio, Jake Lamb, last maybe four or five games again with Arizona, maybe two hits in his last – 20 at bats, but then he gets to Oakland. He has six hits in his first two games. So, you know, sometimes Maybe. a change of scenery exactly. is a great thing. Like we talked about before about changing scenery, it helps you out. Um, he knows for sure he's going to play now too, right? I mean, I know in Arizona maybe – Yeah, they wasn't playing. Out. He was platooned. Um, he wasn't even getting third base time anymore. He was actually at first most of the time. Yeah, he's losing confidence maybe. So that doesn't Yeah, so- just sometimes just getting that little shot of confidence, man, just pushes you over the edge. Mm-hmm. For him, and I then, think you know. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. I know. Play. I was just gonna say, I know he's not the third baseman Matt Chapman is defensively, mm-hmm. but arguably they kind of are similar hitters on when Jake Lamb's going well. Yeah, from from, from hit their history for sure, definitely. Mm-hmm. When it was like, if you want to compare Matt Chapman's best and Jake Lamb, I think Matt Chapman might be a little bit more productive as an RBIs, but the average they're around the same. About the same average is around the same. I think I want to say the on base is close, home run totals are close. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But speaking of Matt Chapman, um, Dodgers next year have to replace – not necessarily have to replace. Yeah. But Justin Turner is technically a free agent. Yes. I know well. Matt Chapman's not too far away. Is that a guy that you would be interested in? Or would you say go out, get Nolan, go out? Or the kind of option I'm liking is Edwin Rios at third. Okay, Edwin Rios is a very nice option. I, I definitely like him. I don't know if he's – that kind of starting caliber third baseman that we're looking for. Um, I'm a, I'm a big Matt Chapman fan. I know he's hitting does need to improve a little bit career 250 hitter, but we did say, you know, this driving, driving runs, this hit yes. home runs. Uh, the thing that separates me is his defense. His defense is game changing for me. Um, but do you go out and pay a guy that's mainly defense two fifty the twenty million dollars a year? Because that's probably what he would have to ask for, right? I mean, I mean, if he if he can hit, if his hitting was at two fifty, if it's two fifty, obviously if it's lower than that, you really got to think about it. But if the other numbers line up, the amount of runs he drives in, and you know <clears throat> how he hits, if his defensive run stays rank high enough, I mean, he's he's winning you games. I mean, if his WAR is you know four or five plus, I mean that's a above average third baseman. So, you know, you you have Mookie, you have hopefully Cody can turn it around. Like we said, Corey is an interesting option. Uh, if you have those intact, then I would like Matt Chapman. Uh, another option that I don't think we've discussed is being honest with Corey Seager and saying, hey, are you going to be a shortstop for this long time or are you going to be willing to move to third base? Because you're willing to move to third base and maybe we, you know, you can be a third baseman in the future and maybe you bring in I don't know a guy guy playing in Cincinnati in uh, Cleveland right now. That'd be nice. Oh, uh, that's not a bad option that's at all nice, for Francis that's, nice right? that's a very good option. Uh, uh, what I've heard internally in the Dodgers organization yes. is he is 
110% committed to being long-time shortstop. That's he has no um, no no chance moving. He has no desire at all. He okay, wants to uh, prove that he is a shortstop. Okay, man, and you know what? Kudos to him. Not, when he's out there, he's not. I don't see a defensive liability. Uh, his arm does worry me sometimes. Sometimes he just kind of lobs it over there, just the one thing. But he he gets everything that he can get to. It's not like you know, mm-hmm. uh, he doesn't make a lot of fielding mistakes. His mistakes usually come when they're throwing. They come with the throws, yeah. They come with um, the throws. Um, I mean, I like that. You like you like someone who said, "Hey, man, I'm a shortstop. I can prove you," and that's that's respectable. You don't want a guy who's like, yeah. I think his defensive want, number is actually really good. Yeah, you don't uh, want prior a, to surgery. Yes, I, I don't think you want a guy who. You want a guy who's willing to work with you, like, hey, you know, if anything for the team to win. But at the same time, you don't want guys who just bow down and be like, oh, whatever. And that doesn't speak up because maybe you're not getting the best out of him. Maybe he's just like, oh, whatever. I'll do whatever, you know. If you're not happy about it, at the same time, you do have to speak about it. You're not being a bad team player for that reason. You can still speak up. It's like, you know what? I don't think left field suits me. The same way as Mookie, you know, when they were trying to do the whole let's bat you second, be you more about Mookie's like, ah, I'll try it. Because he's a team guy, but then he's like, I don't know, man. I think you should bat me first. I think it's going to help a lot. And it, they've had back I, since then. You and I were saying Mookie needs to lead off in the beginning. Mm-hmm. There's a prototypical leadoff guy right there. Yes, yes, I loved him. And then you put Corey right behind him. That's almost a run every time. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, you see how the things work out. Because I think at the beginning of the season, I was saying I really like Max Muncy in the second. He takes a lot of pitches. He's been struggling. And what happens? You move Corey. Corey's been really good, and I think he's been working out. So. I'm glad that these guys want to work and try new things to help the team win. But if it doesn't work, you got to speak your mind. You got to speak, you know, that's right. So if Corey thinks he's a shortstop, he's a shortstop. So uh, depends well, on my treatment, though. Like uh, the question you asked me, basically, I would like him, but we got to see what this surgery on his hip really means. Is it going to be a long kind of a? Is it going to deter him in the future? You know, because because his defense right now is what separates him, almost makes him like an elite third baseman, pretty much. Mm-hmm. His defense is that good. It's almost no like, yeah, um, no, definitely, so definitely. That's what that's why he's regarded as a very high third high. Time. But if this surgery costs him, you know, maybe he becomes a good defensive third baseman, not elite, a good mm-hmm. one. His hitting is nowhere near to be raving about. I mean, he's a nice player. Don't get me wrong, but oh, I I agree one hundred ten percent because injuries are going to play a big part of his career. I think at this point now, yeah. uh, see if he bounces back right. His arm is electric. Absolutely. Yeah, electric. It's, it's amazing. I love watching those defensive plays. I'm not sure if maybe outfield is less toll on him mm-hmm. on a hip. Yeah. So it, maybe it, that it, might it have depends to be what it is because uh, uh, did Seager have hip? Was it a hip or was it a bat? It was a hip. It was a hip. He's looked, he's looked good. So, and he's had more of an injury history than Chapman. I think this is the first time I really heard I so. like something big like this, like actual, you know, like surgery on the right hip. So you got to be careful with those hips, those knees, uh, anything that can um, start uh, showing signs of like arthritis. You know, mm-hmm. how back hip have like arthritic, arthritic knees. So you got to be careful with those. So hopefully, he's, ho- hopefully he's okay though. Hopefully he comes back regular. So we have like one it. piece of baseball news to hit. And then we're going to go ahead and move on. Okay. Uh, we have our playoff bubble. Nice. MLB nice. is going to introduce uh, a playoff bubble. It. You don't yep. like it? I don't like it. But go ahead. You can continue and you know, explain. Just, yeah, let's just hit this really quick. Um, so the first round is going to be at the home fields of every top team. So mm-hmm. eight seeds, top one, one seed, two seed, three, four, three seed, four seed. You're at home for the series. You're at home. Don't leave. Mm-hmm. So that's the benefit of being a top-ranked player, uh, 
top ranked team there. After that, though, the NL teams are going to Texas, where the highest seed, so your one seed, is going to play at the Ranger Stadium, the new, I think it's Globe Life. Yeah, I think it's Globe Life Park now. I think the low one used to be Globe Life Field, or they're think, opposite, but I it's one of those. Like that. <laughs> yeah, that's a beautiful stadium as well. And the second highest team is going to be at the Houston. They're not the Astrodome anymore. Are they Minute Maid Park? No, they're, they're Minute Maid Park, yes. Are yes. they still Minute Maid? Okay, Minute Maid Park. And the AL teams, uh, one seed will be at Petco, which is San Diego. And the two seed will be here at Dodger Stadium. Uh-huh. Following that, we're going to go to the NLCS, which is going to be at Globe Life, the Rangers in Texas for the National League. AL second round is going to be at Petco in San Diego with the World Series at the Rangers Stadium. Mm-hmm. Just some quick takes on what you think about it. No, I'm just not a big fan. I told you about it. You know, it, you know, doesn't. I mean, doing the bubble thing, I get it. You're trying to be safe and stuff. But we've been playing 60 games, and most teams have been traveling a lot. So, get your testing done correctly. It should have been a shouldn't be a problem. But at the same time, I understand. So, it's all good. I just think we should have done this better. Uh, not better, but sooner, in my opinion. Yeah. I just think a bubble system from the beginning, I think the NBA has shown it's pretty good and it's working it's just, out. Yeah, exactly. If that was from the, the precedent from the beginning, it would have been a lot better. But now that we're kind of like – it's going to be a little different, but I get what they're doing. There's no really home field advantage. Not that there is because there's no fans. But maybe playing in a stadium that is your home stadium, you're used to it, you're comfortable. I get it. Uh, moving all the National League teams to the American League parks and all the American League teams to the National League parks. So not a big deal, but, um, you know – if we make it, obviously we want to go to the World Series. Uh, it'll be kind of weird seeing if we win in, win, winning in. Uh, in well, it's Texas. the same thing as but, if you had won it at the away team, in my opinion. No, good point. Great point. That's on, a great point. Just on that standpoint, I'm actually a big on the bubble. I just love the way the NBA has done it. I think it's going to be a good thing for baseball to say that these playoffs are happening, right? Because if you're yeah. doing this, you're limiting your chances of any kind of COVID exposure Fair. to that's, these guys. That's the reason why I the number one reason. Yeah. I'm not finding too much about it. I mean, me, it's just me like a little bit of a salty fan, like wishing it was at your stadium, but I mm-hmm. totally get it. It's not a, don't worry. It's not a deal breaker. I'm still watching. Still going to root for him. So it's nothing like that. Well, we know the MLB needs you. I like oh, how you. I need you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'll be there for you. All right. Uh, we're going to go ahead and move on to the NBA. We have a lot of NBA. Not a lot, but we do got some big NBA stuff going on. I think it's more of a um, – not that there's a lot of news, but the news is big. Yes, exactly. Minimal news, yeah. but high quality. Starting <laughs> off, uh, Clippers choke 3-1. I called it. I believe we bet something, so pay me my money. We did? No, I'm just kidding. I was just trying to get something out of it. Hey, but the it's Clippers fine. did hey, choke uh, a 3-1 lead. Man, 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 man. Just like History repeats itself. Sheesh. What happened, man? What happened? Uh, three, I heard a lot of fatigue. Three double-digit – yeah, uh, fatigue. I did read that too. Uh, but three double-digit leads into all three games that they were leading. You lose it. Uh, there's no excuse, man. Lose the game, you lose the game. At this point, Doc has got to go, right? For me, yes. In my uh, opinion, because I think he, it's time. Yeah, it, it is. It has to be time, man. If people are talking about how Mike and Tony, you know, I know they wanted him back, but, you know, it's time for you to leave. He's basically done the same thing as Doc has done, right? Actually, he's yeah, done more. He's Doc taken, has three three-one lead bl- has been blown. It, it's not even the three-one lead. I'm talking like for me, it's just as a, as going a to the, success. the yeah success. Uh, Dan Tony has been to two, right? Since he's been Houston's. Uh, Houston's he lost once to Golden State. 
once to Golden State. No, twice, right? Tw- twice. Yeah, dude. twice. Twice with yeah. Western Conference Final losses, Western right? Western Conference Final. Exactly. And at least so, you make it to Western yeah, yeah, twice. Finals. Wow. The the Clippers haven't even been there yet in their history. In their seven years of this Clip City, Chip City, all this stuff. They have not been there. They've only they haven't even passed the second round. So, you know, at first everyone's like, oh, you know, it's just Chris Paul, he can't do it. Apparently Doc Rivers can't do it. No, yeah, I I think it might just be that his voice isn't getting through. I know Paul George said this wasn't a championship or bust season, but when you put a team like that and you want that hype around you and you say we're this, we're that, and we're resting because we're going to be there anyways, you can't do that and then come out and say, no, it wasn't championship or bust. You're... <laughs> I, I just don't know if Doc is the guy over there. He lost with Lob City, which most people would say was one of the best teams in the league prior to the three-point uh, Warriors. Yeah, you're right, Dave. Well, they're the ones right before the Warriors really did their run. They're, the Warriors tested them, but the Clippers took care of them. Yeah. So they, that was Clippers were supposed to be the team. Yeah. He yeah. couldn't pull it off there with Lob City. You go and you get maybe two top ten guys. One's a top three guy. Definitely. You're not uh, going Top anywhere. three, yeah, yeah. Not only that, they had trouble in the first round. They did. We did talk about it. If they didn't lose uh, Christophs, man, it's possible. It's possible. I just don't see where he makes sense at this point. I know he has a great assistant coach next to him in Sam Cassell, who I think would be a good front runner for that. Maybe no. I was thinking maybe Mike D'Antoni for them to just run and gun it, but mm, they're, yeah. they're maybe not. Uh, I'm not sure who else is out there that would be a necessarily a good pick. But, I mean, did you see the? I don't know. Oh, man, I can't remember which reporter said it, but that there was talks of a blowing the team up. Really? I didn't see that. Would it, but it would continue to be um, – I think uh, it would Ka- be a Kawhi. Kawhi-led that's team. It. That's it. No Paul George? No. That's what, I, that's what I read. Whether it's true or not, you know, nobody really knows. But I mean, the way Paul George played, man, why, why would you – Why would you want him? I think – what if that team got, like, a solid point guard? That can actually bring up the ball and just not Pat Beverly just <laughs> talking and not really cooperating or not cooperating, but not really producing. That's on the offensive point. Side. Um, You're playing four and five on, on offense. Yeah, I mean, his three point shot, to be fair to him, it did get a little better, but you're right. I mean, it's not a, not a dynamic guy. Well, this guy went harding like game seven and got zero points, five turnovers. That's a good point. I mean, that's probably why you haven't heard him bark a lot. With four flops. Uh, <laughs> Four flops and three T shows. Yeah, I got you. Um, man, I didn't. I, think I, don't think you could, I don't think you. I don't think you could bring it up. You know, they they obviously have the talent. Something's wrong there. I think the coach is the first thing. I think the message might not just might not be there. So I think a little you know change in the the coaching style mm-hmm. might help. Uh, but maybe just a I different system. I'm not sure what you need. Not, not, yeah. I'm not gonna give him too much too much advice because. Uh, I'm happy the way it was. I'm happy the way it turned out. Uh, I'm happy the way it turned out. Uh, actually, um, uh, my Gabriel cousin, uh, my Gabriel cousin, my cousin Gabriel actually yeah. texted me as soon as it happened because I was joking with him before. He sent me a video of him throwing his Clippers mask into the trash can, and he was done uh, with them. Clipper fan? Yeah, I don't know why. This Sorry, is Gabriel. Shout out to you, Gabe. Or Sorry. Papa. This is a shout out for you. Um, but blow it up already, and Gabriel, come to the Lakers squad already. It's time to come to the Lake Show. Yeah, well, we'll we'll take you. It's okay. We won't we won't remember that you're a Clipper fan. No, we um, 
Uh, before we go to the game that happened tonight, let's go ahead and go to Miami, Miami. again. Go ahead. Dude, and basketball and um, NBA MLB, man, it takes a, takes some time to make some calls and get some things right. But Miami, man, you you're onto something, man. I know they did lose the last game yesterday, uh, two to one. Uh, I mean, sorry, it's two to one series now, but they lost yesterday to Boston. Uh, Boston came up with just a better intensity, I think, for Game Three. Gordon Hayward came back, six points, five rebounds. Think about like four assists, kind of all around game. They did play thirty minutes, uh, but Miami, man, uh, they're they're two games away from the from the NBA Finals. And you did say, my, I wouldn't be surprised if Miami makes it. Mm-hmm. Miami's uh, just a solid team, man. It's, yeah, they team they are play. they are good. I mean, I I, I tend to agree uh, on the NBA on TNT, Charles. Even though I usually don't agree with Charles Barkley, but did say Celtics have more talent, which I think they do. I think they do I have they, they do have they do have more talent. I don't know if they have the, the same amount of depth, which could be a difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Miami's playing like a team, man. They're, they're good. They're no, it's a, a definitely a team effort over there. When Dragic is your sixth man and he's averaging like 25 points. he got some cojones what, too, man. He, he does in this playoffs. He's been phenomenal. Uh, I want to see a little bit more from Bam, if I'm being honest. I know he's still putting up numbers. He just looks a little timid sometimes when I see him there. Yeah, I mean, he's still young, man. Think of his second year, right? Second, third year. Third year, I think. Third year. Yeah, so still a young guy, year. though. Still a young guy. Oh, yeah, he's a young guy. Great talent. I think in game three, I just saw them. He just didn't have the energy, the same energy yeah. to them. And I want to see Jimmy Butler come out and score 30 the next game and show them that you're not going to roll over us. We, we, we didn't get lucky. Uh, this series goes 2-2. You still like Miami, or you think Boston's going to take that? It goes 2-2. I'm a little worried for okay. Miami. I'm not going to lie right. to you. I agree with that. So that's why I kind of answered because I feel like if it goes 2-2, I'm worried. I think Celtics are going to change the momentum and kind of take over the series. But I think the key they, factor is Kemba. Yeah, they go 3-1. Miami goes up 3-1, obviously. Yeah, obviously, I, you, I, you go with them, right? I think, yeah, you have to, even though we've seen a couple of 3-1 comebacks from the team we'll get to in a second. But um, 3-1, I think Miami knows how to close it out now. You know, I think they can do it. No, I um, think they they can close out a series. Absolutely. Yeah, but but two two, I'm on with I'm with you. I think we're in the same boat. I think that's when you're you yeah, know, you start sweating it a little bit more because yeah. I think you hit it. You you said the talent is not even. Not no, I don't think so. This, I don't I don't want to say stars because I don't believe there's a superstar in no, Boston. No, there's not. There's not. You're but right. there's more oomph and there's top players. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. it is. There's more talent and their top players than in. Miami's top players, and I've already said this when you were choosing who are you choosing? Toronto, Toronto, that star yep. player, right? They're the closest mm-hmm. guys. That's a good Boston's point. the closest to having the absolute star. I think Jimmy Butler is a he's a star in the league, but he's not a star, yeah, he's there's, not a superstar. I agree with you. There's something about Jimmy because you and you what you just said, you know, you need Jimmy Butler to score 30. Can he do it? 100% sure. 100% well, really, he can do it. But, but you can't say yes for sure he will. No, you can because if you watch really how he plays, he's a really, really good player. I like watching him play. He's tough as nails. But his averages usually come out to about like 19, 20 points a game. He gives you about like mm. six rebounds. He does a little bit. He does everything. But the guy, you know, the guy needs to score about like 30, 35 points. And that, that, that kind of shuts up everybody. Kind of put you put him on your back, you know, kind of different kind of style. I agree. No, so, I think we're right there with it. It's just that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Gordon Hayward just returned too, like you said. 
Yeah, and then now you have a little bit more of a uh, – you know, Boston becomes more of a team which they're really good at. And, of course, like you said, you have more guys who are closer to that mm-hmm. star. Star. Um, they do play uh, Wednesday, though, which is not – I'm not liking that. I don't know why they get an extra day off. but I want to say it's because I think the NBA has been going by how the, the games have gone, how the series have gone. So if the series uh-huh. ends early, both series ends early, they're starting earlier. So I think they're trying to get it to end up ending at the same time for the NBA Finals. Because the Lakers are technically, until today, were three games different or two games apart. Like they've, they've had more rest. It's not, I, I guess, rest, but just that. Yeah, I, let's I, I, say I, I, like, sorry, I got what you're saying. Let's say Miami clinched it in five. Mm-hmm. Their five games would be like on game three. Got it. Oh, yeah, yes, I got you. So I, I think they're just trying to time it up because if you do that, then Miami has a big gap and you're losing kind of, uh, I guess, fans. Because you're kind of forgetting yeah. about it, right? You're just oh, like this is going on. You're good. You're good. I got. I it makes sense now. All right. So well, let's move on to the like we just said, the Lakers. Uh, my voice. I'm lucky that I'm able to do a show today because my voice almost uh, went out when I screamed when Anthony Davis hit that game winner today. <laughs> that game winner was something else. Um, I think he he said it afterward. Very Kobe esque. Yeah, man, he wanted a shot. Uh, I'm the guy you want to take those shots, and I want to take them. Hey, man, respect to him. I, I know during the half, Charles Barkley called him out. He was three for ten uh, at the half with about like nine points, and the the boy came out firing. He's like six for eleven, or you know whatever it was, seven for twelve in the last half. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the game winner, man. Uh, take some. That's some big boy pants to put on. And he made that shot. He drained it. You know, it was beautiful. I can hear everybody screaming around yep. my neighborhood that it went in. It was just big time. He wanted the shot. He wanted. He said he wants to take those, and he proved why. I was actually upset that LeBron took the first shot. The the yes, but the yes, one with twenty four or twenty two seconds left, and yeah. LeBron's holding it on top. I was like, no, 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 no. LeBron, you put up four points in the whole in second that- half. That is true. That is, that's a good point. Whole I think second they, half, four points. They, they married each other because in the first half, LeBron was on fire, absolute fire. He was making everything. I think he scored. He scored twenty in the first half, and then he scored six in the second half. Eighty, same thing, kind of nine in the first half, and then you know, obviously, it was like seventeen or you know, whatever it was, uh, twenty in the in the second half. But um, different from the first game. First game was complete control from the Lakers. Absolutely punked the Nuggets. Their second uh, second unit, Rondo and B- Dwight, were playing like. Magic Dwight and Celtic Rondo, mm-hmm. um, and then today was a little kind of evened out more. I definitely think that the Lakers. I know they were talking on the telecast too. Like uh, Denver has to, you know, hold their head high. There are no moral victories, but they're right there for winning it. You know, we did this well, but if you really think about it, the Lakers had like twenty-four turnovers. I mean, they they basically gave this. They gave Denver. They opened like five five doors for them to come in and come back mm-hmm. into this game. And Denver was only able to get through one and a half, barely that, and then the Lakers closed it on them at the end. But um, for me, the Lakers kind of just gave away this game. You're you're up comfortably by like 16 mm-hmm. the whole time, and then the third quarter you come out with intensity like that, and you just let them climb back in the game. Yeah, that can't happen. Yeah, unfortunately, I kind of missed a little bit. I was on my flight home. Yeah, you're fine. But I, I made sure I caught the end, and that's what I was hearing that they were just kind of zombie mode in third quarter. That opened the door up. I was looking at the score the whole time, and I saw we jumped out to 70-54 lead. I was like, this is going to go well. Yeah, look like, like the first game again. We're going to win game two. We're going to kind of kill our morale, morale over there. 
in my yeah. opinion. Because if you lose twice big, you're just kind of like, well, damn, what else can we do, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty happy, and I got home, and I was like, whoa, this whole <laughs> thing just flipped yeah. on me. Tight game. We were stuck at 100 points for like seven minutes. Mm. I was just like, this is not going. And then I see Jokic just back him down. I was like, no, no, no. It's a good, it's a good player too, man. Oh man, no, Jokic is phenomenal. I was just like, where? Yeah. My question was like, where's the help? Yeah, he, I know. AD, AD said after the game, he kind of made a mistake, let him get to his favorite side. But I mm-hmm. agree with you, defense. The whole intensity was just a little off at the half. But a thing that we got to remember. <clears throat> Excuse me. I know that the uh, you know Clippers had the lead a lot of games. They lost it. The team could come. Ours, back. The team can come back. You know it. But the difference is that you got to remember the Lakers have to instill that they have to be you know mindful. We are we're not like that. You know you yeah. can come back in the game. It's gonna be close. the The reality is you're not gonna win every game like the first game they won. It's not gonna no. be like a twenty point easy. No way. This is the Western Conference Finals. Things are gonna get tight. You might lose a game. That's fine. But the difference is. When it comes, when it really matters, so these next couple of games to close it out, you gotta just you you might tie the game, but you're not gonna win it. You know, you might take the lead for a little bit, but you're not gonna win. It. You're not taking over. You know, we're not losing like that. So, um, I think it was a nice little wake up call, but it was also some fight that we saw, and you know, AD can take that shot too, which is nice. I want the ball in his hands every time. That's very nice. Was, this is going back. I've told you, I think he was kind of our MVP this season. It's not that I hate LeBron. <laughs> this is not a hey, LeBron I, thing. I I I know I gave you uh, crap for that, but at the same time, can you uh, disagree with that? Like, Anthony Davis has been amazing. Both guys have been amazing. That's why we're here. This is why we're at this point where we are. Those guys have done what they're supposed to do, and we've had an have had a lot of nice compliment pieces around us. Danny Green is starting to shoot a little better. Defense has actually been picked up. I think that's where he's been trying to. I think he's making sure make, he understands the shots not falling. Exactly. KCP has been nice. KCP has been nice. He made a really nice three. Oh, that jack-up. That jack-up jack three. Is... I mean, it looked, like a, it looked like he meant to do it. A nice little swish. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rondo Caruso, obviously, that boy, 110% all the time. Love him. Uh, and, of course, you know, this series especially, Dwight and Rondo have come to play. So, hey, you got to have your two big boys, which they have. You know, first quarter mm-hmm. was LeBron. I mean, first half was LeBron, second half was AD. Uh, imagine if they can just get a, both of them. We've, we've seen what happens with both. Just look back to the Portland. Oh, game's, game's over. No, I I was – you remember, I was Brandon Ingram 110%, and I'm looking at what AD is, and gosh. I, it, it would hurt me, but I would do the trade again. He's I would good, do it 10 man. times AD, over. Yeah, you keep watching. It's like uh, AD is almost like when we – when we like to LA markets in the same way. You don't really appreciate how AD plays until you see him here. Same way, like you don't appreciate, you don't appreciate Mookie. Mookie, how he plays. You're just like, wow, these guys are just different, man. They're these built are, different. Oh gosh, it's a, it's a, so nice to watch him play. Uh, but good news, we are up two nothing, and uh, next game is on Tuesday. So, go Lakers. We're Can't wait for that one. We win that one. Series, series over. We win two. Oh yeah, well, yeah. You go three. No, no, no doubt. Two one, different story. We got to tighten up a little bit. Three zero, it's over. We're in the finals. All righty. Last piece of news. Yes. <sighs> Do you have the NFL oh, song? Uh, we need the NFL song right there. The one I got it, but which one do you want to use? You want to use the that one? Oh, okay. Because there's another one, isn't there? The, the Monday night one. But I think that one's perfect right there. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, unfortunately, you guys all know we weren't able to make it on last week, so we're gonna go ahead and give you a quick rundown of last mm-hmm. week. 
If there's anything that you saw, Maddie, in last week's games that you want to tell me about, tell the world about, just uh, stop okay. me. And, uh, Sorry, stop really me when quick. I go down. Go ahead, go down, and I'll kind of just little little bits of each game. Go ahead. That this works is, perfect. This is this is week one, everybody. Go ahead. Week one, your Los Angeles Rams won twenty to seventeen against those boys down in Dallas. I was actually very impressed with the game. Uh, Jared boys. Goff was. Remember what I told you. MVP. That, MVP. Continue when we get to the second week because we'll talk about a little bit of second week too. I want to continue that because. You, my man, you've been on fire, Jim. Go ahead. ahead. (laughs) All right. Then we move on. Uh, Tampa Bay actually lost their first game in the Tom Brady era. Yes. They lost to the New Orleans Saints, which was actually the first game with two starting quarterbacks over the age of 40. I was super surprised in that game. I don't know if I just bought into the hype and said this team's going to put up 60 every week. Yeah. Yeah. I I wasn't – to add my little bit, I wasn't too surprised. Thought it would be close, but it wasn't actually that close. And the Saints are a better team. No, they're a great team. They're always uh, – I think the past few years they've been a Super Bowl contender, so you can't ever take them lightly. I was a little surprised, though, that Bruce Arias – I believe it was Bruce Arias – came out and actually called out Tom Brady after the game. Good I was man. like, wow, that's a, that's a tough move to do with your new superstar quarterback. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, moving down to the 49ers, they actually lost week one against another one of my sleepers. Yeah, very good call. The Cardinals, 24-20. That Hopkins and Kyler Murray duo, mm-hmm. it's looking good. It's it looking is. really good. I think that team, they're going to make some noise this year. I'm watching Murray. I had the opportunity to watch him today. I was, He's got something to him. I wasn't all in on him. Oh, he's good. he's good. I don't know if it was more just a little anger about the baseball thing, but he's got he's, – there's something <laughs> to him. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's good. Uh, you kind of caught me by surprise. The new Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers yeah. beat the Bengals last week, I believe. Number one picks are actually 0-13 now in the last 13 seasons. That's rough. Which is really crazy what makes sense when you're looking at it. Number one teams usually go into bad teams. So. Uh, the Seahawks last week took down the Atlanta Falcons, 38-25. to Those guys you're talking about up there, um, Russell, uh, Russell Wilson over there. Yeah, right. my, 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 quarter, my fantasy quarterback, which we'll, we'll touch on the fantasy at the end end. Uh, but, yes, Russell Wilson's Sprouts, he, he led us to victory. Yeah, he, he looked phenomenal last week. He looked phenomenal today, too. Uh, the Miami Dolphins actually, unfortunately, dropped last week to the pa- uh, the Patriots 11-21. to um, I'm not too concerned about it from uh, my sleeper pick because they're in the game. That's all that matters to me. I think they just need to be in it and the wins will start coming. However, on the Patriots' side, Cam Newton is Cam Newton again. He looked great. I think he single-handedly, almost single-handedly won them get that game with his legs. Yes, it wasn't was, his arm. He was, he was just really moving everywhere, and unfortunately, Miami didn't have any answer for that. Jets lost, Jets lost last week 17-27 to against the Bills. Josh Allen, two fumbles, which kind of scares me. I, um, I think we've talked about it before. He's a lot more athletic than he looks, and yep. he likes to get moving out of the pocket and run, and unfortunately, the ball was slipping out a little bit too much for me. Hey, man, uh, victory's a victory, uh, but you're right. It was a little sloppy. Uh, but Josh Allen does have a lot of talent, so I, I, I still like your, your You still like view. that one? I, I still like your view on him. Did you watch the Bears versus Lions last week? I did not. Oh, my goodness. The Bears was, came back on the Detroit right? Lions. Yeah. Yes, a phenomenal comeback. Mitchell Trubisky finally looks like a guy that was meant to play quarterback. <laughs> and, he, actually, uh, uh, he actually did uh, some quarterbacking. Yeah, he did some quarterbacking last week that I was very surprised about. Maybe this guy does have something to him. 
I believe he was a one he only started the one year when he got drafted. I can't even remember the school. North Carolina maybe. Where is and, he coming from? I, He's coming from a from a low end from a Yeah, it wasn't a big side. school. Not I, a big school. And he it was he only started I don't remember, but he only started the one year and maybe just the NFL was a little Wyoming. too much for him. But he finally came out and played phenomenal, great comeback. For, I feel bad for Detroit, man. They just can't freaking buy a break. Over they really there. can't. They really can't. Last, oh, and then Aaron Rodgers, Matt LaFleur, and the Pack. Matt, yeah, it is Matt LaFleur. Packers came out and put a whooping, a whooping on the Vikings, 43 yeah. to 34. The score sounds a lot closer than when it, what, what it is. A lot of those points for the Minnesota was garbage, garbage yeah, time points. Yeah, we're trying to come back. Uh, it did help me in my fantasy, which, again, I said we will touch up at the end. But thank you, Vikings, for trying to make a little comeback. Give me some points. <laughs> uh, the new Las Vegas Raiders uh, beat the Panthers last week. Henry Ruggs out there looked phenomenal. or Not phenomenal, but he looked good up until the injury and the Raiders maybe might be able to make some noise. John Gruden's team looks like there's a little bit to them. Derek Carr looked pretty good. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, for whatever reason, he didn't even get the ball on fourth and one last week. So I don't know what's going on over there, if they're trying to lose or what. Hmm. But we'll see what happens. I believe they lost today as well. They did, uh, but he got hurt. He, got he hurt. did get hurt. Ankle sprain, I believe it is. Uh, the Colts last week. Uh, lost 20 to 27 against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Rivers, Philip Rivers, the former Chargers quarterback, is still con- he continues to like he loves to throw late picks. Hey man, late in the game, he loves to get you right there and just say no, 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 and no. give the game up. He's like, I got you. I'll throw a pick. I could throw a pick really quick. You know, you could take the San Diego, you could take the quarterback out of San Diego, but you can't take the San Diego out of the quarterback. I think that's, that's a, what's happening that's, here. That's that's amazing. I give you that one. You should trademark that. I need to. Uh, the Browns, your sleeper pick, who were supposed to beat the no, Ravens. No, 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 no. Got smacked. They got smacked last week, 38-6 to by the Ravens. Yeah, the Browns didn't get anything. Baker looked very similar to last year. Um, not too big on them yet. However, they did have a big Thursday night that I'll get into right now. Um, here we go with second week. You got to do second week? You would you like to go? Go ahead, Maddie. I got you. Give me your second week. Don't worry. Second week, I'll give you guys the updated scores. Thursday night football. Uh, Cleveland uh, Browns finally make a little nice little comeback from the, the week that I said that they should have. They should have won, but they looked a little bit to. better. I looked a little bit better against the Bengals. Odell finally got the ball. Uh, he did. Uh, Joe Burrow's is looking pretty good. I don't, I, I, hey, I Joe Burrow's, I think, is looking actually really good. Right? For what he has. He has, like, nothing. But uh, he, he gave him a shot, 35 to 30. You know, it looks, you know, defense wasn't evident there. But, uh, man, they gave it a shot. But it's, it's going to be a long season for them. I, long season. Unfortunately, I think he might be on to something there. Uh, I think it's going to um, be very rough. Okay, and then continuing on week two, uh, Minnesota just continuing to disappoint, losing to Indianapolis 28-11. to uh, That game was not even close. It's not a 28-11. It wasn't a runaway at the end of Indianapolis. It was uh, dominance from the beginning. Uh, we go ahead and move on to Buffalo versus Miami. Miami, unfortunately, going down to 0-2 again. Uh, 31-20 <sighs> Buffalo. But Josh Allen looked a lot better today. Looked a lot better he did, today. Actually, Miami was leading most of that game yeah. up until the end, and they – Freaking blew it. They hey, blew but, it. but you know, like you said, they don't really have. They don't have a lot. No, uh, there isn't a lot there. I was, I was telling Cassie today. I'm not betting on the team. I'm kind of betting on the coach. 
where yes, I took I, him as you, my you, sleeper. You did mention that, that you did like uh, Brian Flores, so I, I remember that. Um, big news on this front, only because not because of the score. San Francisco defeated uh, the New York Jets 31-13. to 13. Obviously, the Jets are, you know, they're not very good. They're not uh, very San, good. San Francisco, uh, going back to 101, but uh, scary news with Nick Bosa. A uh, serious knee injury is what it's uh, reporting at the moment. Nothing. ACL. Uh, yeah, exactly. I didn't want to speculate 100%, but it looks like uh, it could be an ACL. So they're fearing that. Nothing, uh, you know, mm-hmm. what do you call it, permanent yet, but we will definitely get word in the coming days, and we'll update you guys on the next show. Not only that, Jimmy G left today's game with an ankle injury. With an ankle. With an ankle injury. So did uh, uh, Raheem Moser. He, I don't know if it was an ankle for him, but it was an MCL is what, is what I got today. So I don't know what's going on at MetLife Stadium. It might be the uh, – I, I was – I read a tweet um, from Schefter, I think it was, that there's yeah. a lot of players that are scared to go out there and have to play on that field that they think yeah. there's something wrong with the turf. There's something wrong with the turf. Exactly. I heard the same thing. So, man. I think they're supposed to play the Giants next week. Oh, well, it's – And I think they share – I think they, they share do. stadium. They do. They do share stadium. They do share stadium. Um, okay, moving on to your pick, which, man, like I said, you are on fire. LA Rams 2-0, 37-19. Uh, versus the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, oh, my God. Philadelphia Eagles. I'm sorry. I got Philly in my mind. Because, um, you know, I want the Dodgers to face the Phillies to crush that bullpen. But anyways, um, LA Rams versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, it was a lot closer than the score says at the beginning. There, I was watching the game. The tide definitely turned when Carson Wentz threw a pick in the end zone. It was uh, mm. They were going to take the lead. Uh, they are right there. I think it was 24-19, to 19, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and then he throws a pick at the end of the end. So it kind of changed the momentum of the game, and uh, L.A. pretty much controlled it from there. Uh, <clears throat> we move that on to – That offense. The offense – remember I was telling you, Maddie, I think the offense yeah. is going to click. You're right. Tyler Higby right. today, three touchdowns. Robert Woods, another touchdown. I, the game – they're going, man. They're rolling. And congratulations to Robert Woods also, who signed a, a – Three years extension, extension. Yes, that's right. Thank and you. Cooper thank Cup you for, as well. So thank you for reminding me. Um, Jared Goff do, likes those guys. I do know that there was a little injury to Cam Akers, I believe. Uh, I don't know for exactly. I did where see that. Uh, he was out, but uh, Malcolm Brown and Daryl Henderson uh, really stepped up today. Um, go ahead and moving on to Pittsburgh versus Denver. Pittsburgh defeats Denver Broncos twenty-six to twenty-one. Uh, Denver's quarterback. That game Drew got Locke. close. Yeah, Drew Locke actually went out with an injury, too. I think his shoulder is early. I think, like, maybe third quarter, second quarter. Yeah, second quarter. So, uh, Pittsburgh, you know, uh, their defense is doing well. So, I got to think they're scoring me some points as well. So, (laughs) shout out to them. Thank you very much. Go ahead to the 40-year-old, 45, 43, however old he is. Tom Brady, Tampa Bay Buccaneers defeated the Carolina Panthers 31-17. to to be honest, nothing to be really uh, jumping for joy. I know you did win, but Carolina, like we said, not, not very much. good. Uh, McCaffrey had two touchdowns. Yeah, but he did get hurt, right? He, ended up getting he did hurt, hurt his so ankle. That is a uh, cause for concern, especially for you because, you know. I do have him in fantasy, so I need him to get better. <laughs> All right, moving on to Arizona. It's your team again. You nice little call. They're 2-0. Uh, they defeated Washington, the Washington football team. Uh, mm-hmm. That is correct. Thirty to fifteen. Uh, no comebacks this time from Washington, so uh, that was not in the books. Uh, moving on to the LA Chargers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. That was a very close, close. That was uh, a great game. 
a great game. 23 to 20, the Chiefs just come out on top. I think just experience and the amount of talent they have just just got over the Chargers. The Chargers played them really well. Tyrod Taylor went out early, I think even before the game with a, with a chest injury. Chest injury. Uh, went to the hospital, but he is released, so he's doing okay, which is good for him. But the young uh, quarterback out of Oregon, Justin Herbert, kind of keen to play a little bit, uh, showed that he's made out of something. So good for him. Just missed out on the win. You know, uh, he outthrew Mahomes today, I believe. Yeah, man. I was looking yeah, at he, it. Last time I looked at it, he was 311 at 309, 22 of 33, while Mahomes was 27 of 47. Yeah. Uh, That's good, crazy, good for, right? Good, he, good, for the, good for the young kid, though, man. You can I think he's, be ready to play. Yeah, his inexperience, I think, showed just in that overtime. They went three and out and just never got that ball back. And yeah. Kansas City slowly, methodically walked down the field and knocked down that field goal. But they held the ball that whole overtime period. Yeah, it's true. I mean, if you uh, – like you said, the numbers uh, – uh, uh, 33 attempts, 22 completions. So, that's a 66.7% uh, completion rate, 311 yards, out throwing Mahomes by about nine – exactly nine yards. But uh, yards per attempt is 9.4, which is pretty good. Almost getting you uh, – Almost a first there. down on every completion much, right there. Pretty much. A, yeah, exactly. Uh, this is where you kind of see the experience coming from Mahomes. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, uh, and only one sack. Uh, Herbert had two sacks, an interception, and a touchdown. But still, props to the young kid for playing really well. Almost got him the win. Future looks bright, Matty. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I, they have another injury, though. Uh, like, I was watching uh, Hard Knocks. It's a great show. You guys got to watch on HBO. Um, it's a little bit of a later news, but, you know, uh, I was talking to your brother, too. Shout out to Oh, you. Derwin hey, James. Uh, Derwin James, you know. I, did, I didn't even notice that he was out for uh, – the season. Is it this season? Is it this season? season? Ah, poor guy, man. They were talking about his shoe contract and everything, too. He said, like, I haven't been out that long enough, but don't worry, I'll get one soon. And, you know, the meniscus goes. So, unfortunate for him. But uh, moving on to the next team, which is the favorite in the uh, AFC, which is the Baltimore Ravens, defeating the Houston Texans 33-16. to uh, Do you think uh, he's on his way for, uh, you know, having another outstanding season or – Lamar, I, I saw his numbers today. It was like 168, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. in the air. I'm sure he probably ran for another 60. You know, I don't know. I'm just – when I do my tiers of quarterbacks, he's not my top tier. Yeah, he was 18 for 24, uh, 204 yards, one touchdown. He did get sacked four times. No, uh, just – I don't know. Like To me, I think Mahomes is top talent. Top talent. Slide in Brady, slide in Breeze wherever you want. And then after that, maybe Lamar. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if there's somebody else that can go right there. Um, I don't know. He's just – I think he's an extremely talented person. Yes. A talented quarterback. I just don't know. i just not fully sold on him yet. Okay. Fair enough. Fair I enough. I just need okay. to see more. All right. And uh, we got the uh, final score for my end. Uh, Seattle defeating New England 35-30. to mm-hmm. Cam Newton almost bringing back his team. Uh, I thought he was going to get that last second touchdown. Yeah, he was at the goal line, fella, uh, everybody. Uh, goal line, uh, two seconds left. Pretty much you score, you win. And he gets stuffed at the at the end zone. So, I mean, at the goal Like line. the one. He was stuffed at the one. Couldn't get yeah. past that last yard. And so um, – uh, last thing you guys need to know is uh, week two will end on well, tomorrow. Uh, it's the last game. It's uh, New Orleans versus Las Vegas. Uh, that should be a nice, interesting game. And then week three kicks off Miami versus Jacksonville on Thursday. 
Whew. Anything? Yeah, uh, a lot Sam's... of NFL there. Yeah, I say, but it's fun though. Uh, we did say that we were we wanted to uh, touch up on the fantasy football league of ours. Um, it's not looking good for me, Maddie. It's not looking, not looking good for I'm me. Sorry, uh, I'm over two this this season. Oh, for two, hey man, you still got a chance uh, for you guys. If you guys want to know this week, really quick, I'll just give you a quick. Don't worry, I won't give you all the scores or anything. But uh, me and Jeremy did face off this week. Uh, Russell Wilson Sprouts, my team versus Run CMC, featuring them boys. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, I did beat you uh, this week. Shout out to I'll give you the shout out to all the winners today. Is it too late to say Amari uh, defeating Pain Game Pain uh, by about like twenty points? Uh, Et phone home, a very nice name. Uh, uh, defeating Team Dem Boys. I'm sorry. I didn't even know there was a Team Dem Boys. Sorry. E.T. Phone Home losing. I'm sorry. It's because I like your name so much. E.T. Phone Home. Uh, Mahome. Uh, you lost it at 88 uh, to about 136. So that was, a, that was a tough week, but don't worry. You'll jump back. Uh, Go Purple Rain defeating Scranton Dunder Mifflin. Uh, <laughs> that was a little bit of a closer match at the 17 points. Uh, oh, my gosh. Medellin uh, EMT Poppy. Um, defeating Team Tanaka, which is not me. That's my brother. Uh, I'm. You're projected to score 150 points this week, buddy, and you still have two player, two guys to play. So good, good job this week. So that's a little uh, update on our uh, fantasy football. It's been a lot of fun these last two weeks. Um, in the East, Dunder Mifflin, Russell Wilson Sprouts, Pain, uh, Pain Game, Pain are have three have a win each. Uh, them boys, sorry, Jeremy's you and Purple Rain are in the bottom of the table. Yeah. In the West, EMT Poppy and Team Them Boys are are in the top with two wins, and then the lower half is too too late to say Amari, ET Phone Mahome, great name. Team Tanaka are in the bottom half, uh, but those standings will update uh, after Monday because, of course, tomorrow they need to do one more game before they do everything. But uh, it's been fun. Just, just uh, a little fantasy update. Yeah. My I didn't know there was a Dem Boys. So I did take them boys off, and we are now fe- featuring the cup with the K. Uh, uh, run CMC featuring the cup. Yes, with a K. Very nice. I, I, I'm pretty sure the person that is uh, team them boys. I'm just not saying any names, just so you know, if you want to keep your privacy, if you guys want to be known, I'll tell you. Just because you know, sometimes you do lose, and it's it kind of sucks. So you, you feel a little embarrassed because you get something, you get your butt kicked and you're like, ah, don't, don't mention my name. It's just, just <laughs> my team. I know how it feels. I've been beaten by a lot before. So uh, thank you all you guys for uh, joining the fantasy league. Uh, we're in the, the very early stages of the season. So there's a lot of games to play. Uh, don't forget if you are the winner, you will have some airtime with us. I know that sounds like a dream of yours, but it, it's everybody's dream. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Maddie. I had a fun time talking with you. I know it's been over a week. That's episode 19, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you always want to know where to find us. Spotify. Mm-hmm. Amazon Music, which I just got emailed about. I saw that. It's on email. <laughs> Amazon Music. We're getting to Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher. Just about anywhere you find a podcast, you can find us. Shirts are on the way. But you know what is here already, ladies and gentlemen? The Going Deep with Matthew Masks, which are going for $16 right now. Don't forget, Going Deep with Matthew and Jeremy. Don't forget your name, buddy. I know. You like to say it, but... Yeah, and Jeremy, and Jeremy. Going Deep with Matthew and Jeremy Masks. (laughs) We all want to make sure we got our mask on. So... Uh, Nice thing to kind of switch up with all your collections of masks. We know we have a lot of stuff. We do. Join them. I, I hope everybody enjoys them. But, Maddie. As always, 
You know what to do. Much love. Oh, dang it. I'm sorry. Oh, it. you messed it up. You didn't make hey, the guys, eye contact. Look, don't forget. Don't forget. This is a Zoom meeting, so it's different. It's not that. We don't have thing. our full we chemistry have, right in front of each other. It. You can feel it sometimes. But has my, my laptop not been charging this whole time? Oh, my gosh. I'm about to die. Let's do this. All right. Much love, everybody. Much love.